0: This is Six Rings. The dynasty continues. And football things. The X. The Z. Vertical routes. I love football, man. With your host, Andy Hart. Well, Andy Hart is a football genius. I'm not going to pretend I sit down and watch the All-22. Next question, Andy Hart, please. Nick Fitzy Stevens. Is that Fitzy
1: with you this morning? Absolutely not, Fitzy. This
2: just in. I'm dead inside.
1: And Chris Shine. Derek
2: Carr, however, is a guy I would ride tonight.
1: I think Matt Patricia's a boob.
2: Pats, pals, and Foxborough friends. We welcome you back to the latest and always greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a production of WEIWEI.com and Odyssey Sports. You got your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens alongside Andy Jumbo Hart, and we are coming to you from the practice field outside of Gillette Stadium following day two of Patriots Camp 2022. You are getting insight, analysis, and perspective Fresh from the practice field. I'm looking at Kyrie Thompson over there. He's doing his thing. He was just chatting up Trey Nixon a few minutes ago. And this is my first day ever with official media access. I got to tell you, I absolutely love it. More than just like getting a chance to hang out with all the people I've been following and admiring for a long time. I love the angle that we get to watch things from. I love everyone sort of chatting off season and, you know, hearing from all the grumbled media types in the Pats cartel their thoughts and feelings and I also just love collecting this energy it's silly season the fans were so excited it was a really 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 solid second day to what's to what's been a great start to camp you're so excited you appear moist I'm damp I I am too
0: actually I, we are uh, both a couple of sweaty freddies and it really wasn't that bad of a day you talked to some of the players especially some of the southern players when, yep. about these things and it's, it's not terrible sort of overcast the sun would kind of come and go uh, but, no, I think my biggest takeaway from the first two days of camp, yep. we are two days into shorts and T-shirts, and Bill Belichick was quick to emphasize on the first day of camp that training camp starts on Monday when the pads go on. Right. This is a continuation of the spring and sort of that OTA feel. But a lot of energy, a lot of energy on the field, good energy in the bleachers, and the fans yep. help with the energy. But I think on both sides of the ball, in, in, a, in a semi-competitive environment, mm-hmm. I guess I'll dub it, Mac Jones, a lot of energy day one. Also give him credit for saying it's day one. If you don't have energy today, you might be in trouble, might not be the right business.
2: And also, side note to Mac Jones and his comments thus far, I thought he did, and of course, he's had all off-season to prepare for the 10 minutes of media availability following day one. I thought he handled... His first media avail yesterday, like a seasoned vet. He yes, was, he read
0: the notes. He, he, <laughs> he read the notes that were given to him. He, he got the notes. <laughs> he should have finished that like I used to early on when I started doing TV and you do a good segment. I would finish and be like, I nailed the hell out of that. That's Boom. what Mac Jones right. should have said yesterday. I nailed it because he was talking about loving the, quote, open conversation that is the Patriot offense, which... we we can go in this direction a different Mm -hmm. day maybe a saturday radio show right i'm a little concerned or or just intrigued by the idea that coaching used to be a dictatorship we we prefer we prefer
2: intrigued to concern. yes but i'm with you go on And now
0: we have a bruins coach who's like very first thing was like i don't really speak i just listen and i'm like "Hmm, that's interesting i feel like coaches need to speak and now we have the quarterback of the team the team that Bill Belichick runs, who I once thought was the greatest dictator in all of sports. If there
2: is such a thing as a sports coach authoritarian, it's it's Bill Belichick. And yet his
0: quarterback is like, no, it's an open conversation. I love Joe and I love Matty P. And we sit down with Bill and Bill and we all talk and they're listening to us. And I'm like, I feel like coaches talk and players should listen. But that's a different topic for a different day. I am staying positive. Competitive part
2: of camp. Now the question, Fitzy. It is almost like in a lot of ways, though, like just to comment on what you said, it is like in a lot of ways, Somebody from one of these more contemporary tech companies, like a yes. Meta or a Google, got to Bill and yeah. was like, hi, Bill. You know, people are responding more to unlimited vacation, or flex yes. time, as we call it. I feel like uh, we're gonna get that. An open conversation about how we go about business. And he was like, really? But he's trying it, Give him, he seems to be trying and it. And what have I said many a time, whenever something doesn't work for Bill Belichick, or he, people think that he's very steadfast, and stubborn, and obstinate in his ways, which he can be at times. He does keep an open mind and is willing to try something new to innovate or to do what's in the best interest of the football team. Or you could take the Trent Brown approach, which, by the way, was the best interview in the first days of
0: camp. I would urge anyone to go find that audio and listen to it. I love that, man. Tremendous quote a minute predicting breakout seasons for Josh Uche. And in regards to Bill's praise of Mac Jones, you had him saying, I don't know, maybe he's gotten a little soft in his old age. So he was calling out the head coach as well uh, in a laughable, fun way, obviously. Uh, but no, my first takeaway just the energy, both sides of the ball, competitive, feisty cornerback play. Josh Bledsoe, who I'll be honest, I don't know if from a fuck. Excuse me,
2: hole in the wall. Who do you think you are, Tom Curran swearing? On I a think Patriots that's what podcast? inspired
0: me. Tom Curran's standing nearby, and we know he's potty mouth. He Did does it radio, even TV, even from podcast.
2: From <laughs> <laughs> yes, from a fungus Wait, on the d- wall. Does this make this a crossover event now? Is yes. six rings and Patriots like talker like in the same area? Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Is there a hair doctor or a sex clinic in the area that we could possibly get to sponsor this crossover? That's weird. The great Tommy and everybody. The great Tommy Curran. He'll be here all the Tommy week. Karen, yeah. He'll yeah. laugh a minute. Geez, yeah. uh,
0: but Josh Bledsoe, uh, standing about, out with his energy, his competitive play, and Fitzy, you don't need to take a victory lap and tell me, I like Josh Bledsoe. Matt Groh told me Josh is great. I'm just saying he brings
2: great energy and he's competing. Kyrie, ha- have I not talked about the How many the fact guests are we bringing into this program? Kyrie Thompson, the host of First and Fox, bro. He's editing his podcast as we Another record crossover ours. crossover podcast. I have said in addition to the idea that Matt Groh loved up on Josh Bledsoe when they drafted him last season, that there's an internal feeling. Kyrie's pulling up a chair. Now Kyrie's heart of the podcast. (laughs) Good. This is a multi-pats pod crossover event. Which one of us holds our tiny little microphone in front of Kyrie's face? Our stick-free Bob Barker. that they love Josh Bledsoe and the thing that they loved about him, and I was talking with your buddy, who's not here right now, our friend friend our fitzing Giardi, friend, you around Mike you wanna Giardi? join? Anybody? Um, Cast a thousand. Gi- I, was you know, tell- why not? Why I was telling <laughs> Giardi earlier that the thing that they told me last year internally that they loved about Josh Bledsoe was his flexibility to sure of course to be able to play safety corner, not like a safety linebacker sure. as is the hybrid tank type now but he always used to ask, even though he's not like a true number one corner, if he could get the number one draw when he was playing for Missouri. And Macro said, this kid's compete level is higher than anyone that I've had a chance to interview or that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Kyrie? And I mean, when you
1: look at the coverage ability, I counted uh, three plays. I, mean, I think it was like two proper pass breakups, I would say. But I mean, he had, he made an excellent play on New on Smith. In the back corner of the end zone, where I mean, they were repping this play on the back line of the end zone, where the receivers would run, uh, you, you know, like horizontally across the line, and then the quarterback would throw it behind you intentionally to be like, okay, like we can you can see the ball the defender can't the back is to you so that means you're open and they throw it behind and, and try to make that grab that was essentially what that play was where josh bledsoe had his back to the quarterback and, and smith was kind of running towards the corner and jones intentionally threw it behind him but bledsoe whips around at the last second and makes that play and, and i was really noting that actually over here when the cornerbacks were doing it not many of the cornerbacks were really looking back. They were looking to play through the hands. so mm-hmm. They would look when the ball was coming, and they'd play yep. through the hands. And only Jack Jones was really the guy over there who was like, oh, I'm going to try to find the football and make a play on it. Bledsoe was a little bit more in that vein where it's like, you know what? I'm going to try to find the ball. I actually thought he could have picked it off, but either way, still a really good play.
2: We've got to be very careful with John o. Smith's confidence as well because we're trying to rebuild the man after he broke himself down in his first year in Foxborough. Jo- the compete out of Josh Bledsoe has been great. I thought he looked great. Um, when Andy talks about high level of energy, of course, here we are at the end of day two. I know yesterday it was Mac Jones season and Devontae Parker yeah. season. I said to you, uh, three-quarters of the way through practice, the corners were all scrapping. Oh, yeah. The corners were like Butler, the other dude with the red sleeves now, looking sharp out there. Jack Jones, the natural the, athletic the, the, ability.
1: The, the rookie has had a much better day. Yep, today. rookie Joneses had
2: a good day today. And Marcus Jones is getting high-level
0: reps in the slot. And yeah. I know Jonathan Jones John hasn't. Jones, but John Jones. But he's like, still pup, right? There's yeah, other yeah. options out there. Like, first of all, those are their only two options. We're maybe a little thin at this point. But no, I think it's good to just see him out there competing, yeah. looking to his left. And we should mention to his left, right. Terrence Mitchell was the guy that was out there with Jalen Mills on the other side. I know some people have kind of. Why is he out there? What's it? Well, first of all, they have a competition going on. He has started in the it's National League. It's late football, July, like, for God's he's, sake, But people. he's been an NFL starter. Right. I don't think it's crazy that you, A, don't throw Jack Jones out there and just say day one he's, he's with the first group. I also don't think it's crazy to not put Malcolm Butler out there coming out of retirement. Terrence Mitchell is the closest thing they have to, like, a, a real starter, Wait, a returning well, a repla- starter.
1: A replacement-level starter that you can yeah. just put out there and be like, okay, we can count on you to do your job. doesn't mean, it, it's mean not he's that the guy. Like, yeah, I mean, RLS, I like that. It's it's two days of training camp. They Correct. have not put pads on. It's like, really it's not stopped. even training camp, as Bill said. Yeah, says. I know, it's, right? It's, it's essentially just an OTA extension. OTA extension. Yeah, but I, but I thought... Uh, you know, Marcus Jones, I mean, so, I mean, he, he obviously he got boxed out by Devontae Parker yesterday. going to happen. Is, I mean, yeah. I mean, He's what, what, a big what, pro, what are, yeah. What are you going to do right there? But, I mean, he had a play on Kendrick Bourne, where um, even if you don't want to give Marcus Jones the official pass breakup there, he was right in Bourne's hip pocket on that corner route that Bourne yep. dropped in the last team segment. He was he was all up in there. I mean, and that's exactly what you want to see from a young court. Just get in the mix. He's well, sticky,
2: but he was also And I remember – I remember – go thank Bye you Kyrie. Good, good getting some thoughts you. yep oh place. you'll have plenty He's of got opportunities to finish up don't you pod. worry but let me just and say, we'll return the favor the to thing it. about the first gym, in foxborough which you can hear on the six rings feed as he gets hey. off hey we're happy to help little bro we got you man thank you it's a big it's a big foxborough podcasting family um Kyrie's done an awesome job uh filling in especially on the weekends when we talk football um I saw him talking to Trey Nixon down there having a good chat. You can hear that there. It's going to be nice. Yeah, he's trying to – let's let's just focus. Suck up later. But the thing about the Joneses is it's nice. Like People forget that Marcus Jones was, I think, the second highest rated corner in terms of PFF coverage numbers his final two seasons at Houston. Jack Jones, two or three in the Pac-12 in terms of coverage numbers according to Pro Football Focus. So these guys can get in your pocket and they'll be sticky. I'm going to give them some time. I'm going to cut them some slack, Andy. The guy who impressed me the most oh. in the secondary today, Do the tell. Green Goblin. Okay. Jalen Mills looks quick. Jalen Mills had some, he had the requisite stickiness. He had good coverage. But his breakups today, he had one in the corner on my guy, Kendrick Bourne. He broke up one in the corner over there on the other practice field. They can't see. Um, I know. was field number TV. two, Okay, that's fine. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, he made a, uh, it was a nice corner ball from Mac. Bourne goes up to get it and Jalen Mills gets a hand in there he also read a slant really well too and had a, like a full arm in there I think Giardi had said something like oh you uh, said the one? yeah that, maybe that was the He Agu- got one on Bourne and he got one on Aguilar as well like quick mm-hmm. really good good read and react like he was an easy target for a lot of people last year who's this guy why'd they pay him so much to come from Philly didn't they pick on him in Super Bowl 52 third and 25 all that I'm rooting for him, and like he's a oh sure great. He gave 20 minutes to the fans, signed everything uh, afterwards as well. You also need him, yeah. Because we, he' is sort of the him. he's sort of
0: the stable force at cornerback, where everything else is is sort of moving parts around him. Also, rookies, John Jones, is yeah, right, like everything, you said, yeah, the whole thing. Malcolm's comeback, um, but just that competitive energy, I think, is nice to see early in camp. Um, so I'm Andy, so my job is to be objective. You're the pom-pom waving. You know, hey Patriots
1: fans, it's great to be out at training camp. Uh, See you in Arizona.
2: Hey, listen, someone's got to get out there and be a hype man. In okay, front of obje- the crowd. objectively speaking. All right. A um, couple things. Uh, speaking of coverage, Kyle Duggar, not
0: great at it. <laughs> not nope. great at it. Two days in a row, he's yep. um, had some lapses in that air, which I don't fault him. I actually love the depth in the secondary, especially at safety. Use okay. him the way he is meant to be used, don't force him. Into a different role, that's good. Yep. And I would say, I, w- I would also like to put into perspective a little bit of the offensive success was on what I would term busted plays or would have been sacks in games, you know, the quarterback rolling out backside, throwing backside, things of that nature. Um, so stick to the individual, not the overall, is how I would put it offensively. Like Devontae Parker. Has been physically beating some people across from him, <laughs> literally at times. Um, yes. Take that positive away. Don't just focus on uh, oh, who who completed the most passes or you know who won the drill. Like look at the individual competitive level that's going on on the field. So I
2: just and, caution. And the Devonte Parker thing as well. Uh, I, I ran this one by you earlier, and I really f- I, I feel this way. Like it's just so refreshing to see somebody. That body type, that size, that role. Now he's wearing the Nikhil Harry number one as well. He switched from 11 back to one. It looks like they took Nikhil Harry back to the store and said, we've tried, this one doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, this one's weird. And, and Amazon, they, like, they dropped it and, off like, I, I want a new one. And, and and Amazon was like, oh, we got a slightly older one, but it works really well. Yeah. It's great older to model. see the older model of what Nikhil Harry was supposed to be out there being productive on the field. Two and days. the fans love it. Two days into shorts and it's t-shirts. It's silly season, I know. Okay, let's wait. All right. Let's get him on a field somewhere. Let's Don't get take him. my hope. It's not, not your I'm not your hope. I'm just putting your hope in perspective. Okay. it's what I do. Hope in and perspective. Andy Hart putting hope in perspective on podcasts everywhere. Wasn't hope in perspective on TNT Mondays at 8? Could be. Sounds, sounds like Rizzoli something I I was Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait,
0: oh, this is where I get to win. What was my line earlier?
2: Devontae yeah. Parker can't lose. Remember that old sitcom oh, on Fox? I Parker Lewis folks. can't lose. I'm making sure we don't edit that one out of here. couple other thoughts. Uh, after two days, you were here for both days. I was here for day two. Uh, let's see. Love the fact that Damian Harris treats every time he touches <laughs> the ball. <laughs> he's, he's he's barking. I'm telling you. I know he's barking about I, barking. I'm telling you. I, this is his fourth year. This is his uh, potential walk year as well. Uh, he might get the DeMarco Murray special and used a whole lot and then sent to drift into free Could agency be. because they took Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris. They have
0: another Harris in the waiting.
2: Exactly. And I thighs. would not be surprised. And the, our version of Quadzilla looks like yep. he is ready to drop the hammer and mean business. Uh, surprised, interesting to see <laughs> <laughs> potential super <laughs> weapon on offense, the one everyone is all hype about, Ramondre Stevenson huh. fielding kickoffs. Yes, fielding kickoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but more mm-hmm. importantly. Did you see Nelson Idol? What? What? Aguilar on kick?
0: Yes, he was. And then he pulled up lame after one of them and had to Ah. have the trainer look at his lower leg. But hey, we're staying positive. Ignore that fact. Um, I was, forget it. I won't go down a road that I went down with Giardi on the field. We'll keep to the facts here. Uh, But yes, Ramondre Stevenson talked after practice about how much time and effort he spent to get in better shape. Yep. Said he's not really that much lighter, just in better shape. He did. You know, he sort does. of that uh, redistribution, a little more muscle. Maybe he's not quite buds. in
2: Malcolm Butler shape, who looks like he's on uh, no, the he's great bodybuilding. Great subject. shape. Holy I don't know, you know.
0: He's got a little old man strength to him at 32 at the he cornerback he, position. He, he he's got sneaky dad strength. No question. Um, but Stevenson, you know, there was a lot of talk heading into camp, in part due to a Mike Reese story with his college coach that Pierre Strong might be in line for... Mm-hmm passing back role. I pushed back against that initially. I I don't think they do that here. I don't think they put rookies in that role. I mean, hell, a year ago we saw it. The more explosive player in that role was Ramondre Stevenson. The guy who got the bulk of the reps was Damian Harris. Oh, no, Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden. Of course. Now I think Ramondre Stevenson, a year in the system, better shape. He talked about pass protection, routes, catching the ball all summer, um, off season, is getting those reps out there. And Ty Montgomery is as well. I think those are the two guys that in a James White's not ready, or whatever road James White goes down, I think you're going to see Ramondre Stevenson get first crack at that job, and I love it because I think he can bring a little more explosiveness, unique yep. ability to that. You know, I've compared him to Le'Veon Bell. I think he could have a three-down future in the NFL as that type prime type of Le'Veon player. Bell was a handful, and was was that's a great comp to And make. I think he's Le'Veon Bell, but more explosive because Le'Veon Bell was stronger. always patient and right. all that. Um, so I'm, I'm a buyer. On the Ramondre Stevenson. Another nugget I Montgomery find interesting. Montgomery and
2: Stevenson. That's a oh, little yeah. bit of a law firm, if you will. Montgomery I, and Stevenson if, will be your passing pass. If best. that veteran combination needs to fill in for James White, I'm okay with it I'm because fine while it. I love or I'm intrigued to borrow one of your favorite words yeah. by the home run hitting speed of Pierre Strong, as we've seen, Vereen in 2011, James White in 2014, that rookie third down back action just does not print. You're going to get no. your quarterback killed or he's going to deflect
0: the ball and it's going to. It could look a little bit like Jonu Smith, where there's an athlete on the field who isn't fulfilling the requirements He's of the thinking, role.
2: not reacting, yes. and playing. So
0: I don't want to put – I think you can ruin guys like that. Don't force-feed right. it. Give him a year to, like, learn. Maybe spot mm-hmm. here late in the game. Oh, you got a rep here. Maybe you'll earn more, whatever. But uh, I think Stevenson's the guy. Also intriguing to me is the number of sort of rollout passes, moving pockets we was seen. moving a, a, uh, he a was. lot. He was. Their favorite play so far seems to be that rollout little – it's like a high school offense. Little, right. That felt like a shot, so I'll take all that right. back, take a lap. Uh, just a little rollout of five yards in the right. flat. a guy headed, and then if he can turn it up down the sideline and turn it into something, all, you know good for him, if not, we're now at second and five. Yep. Um, so I thought that was interesting. We should talk about real quick, just the um, mechanics of the coaching. It has appeared that Matt Patricia has sort of pulled himself away. He's even come over in some seven on seven segments and left Billy Yates yep, to coach to the, the offensive line. line. Right? Um, he's Which calling was the plays sort of a team. thought
2: that, they, yeah, yeah. that Patricia would work during the week with the offensive game plan as well as the line and then sort of pass the baton, if you will. Yeah, I still have my doubts. On the shoulder, I right? still have
0: my doubts as to how all this will play out. Um, but it's Patricia. Joe Judge kind of runs it during most seven-on-seven. Seven. He's the quarterback's coach. He's talking to those guys. And Bill Belichick spending a ton of his time on the offensive field yep. to the point where uh, Malcolm Butler, after they gave up that last play I talked about for a touchdown, somebody right. asked him about it, he's like, I don't know, I guess Bill's not on our side anymore. He's on the offensive <laughs> side or something like that. Um, so they're already kind of poking, you know, and noticing. And he has been hands-on coaching receivers exactly, you know, this is how I want you coming out of the break, you know. Yeah. Tyquan Thornton, Good. do it this way. Good. So he is He's very much, and Mac Jones said mm-hmm. Bill has told all of us his vision, or maybe he didn't use the word vision, how he wants the offense to look, including right. the coaches. Like mm-hmm. he has presented that to everybody. So – this is Bill's offense, whatever the streamlined post McDaniels offense looks like. It's Bill Belichick is at the top of the mm-hmm. orga- organizational chart. Heard then that Matt before. Patricia, yep. then Joe Judge, then Mac Jones. And, and my guy, Nick Cayley, is SOL. I don't get why he doesn't get he more respect, but that's a different
2: podcast for a different day. WTF. Love Nick Cayley. Hey, maybe in, maybe in time he'll get his opportunity. He's getting Who knows screwed, man's this? keeping him down. We uh, this is not even a coaching triumvirate any longer because you have to factor Mac Jones into the equation. After yesterday, he described it as an open conversation. Why I'm why not going go here. Didn't you tell more. me 15 minutes was all I had to do? It's a quad box, if you will, of uh, Patriots offensive coaching structure right here. A couple last thoughts as we wrap up this. Live from Gillette. After can, you Pat's hit, can they hear the two. lawnmower? How good your mic? They, they can, of course they can. Yeah, He's Looks like field. a Scott Zolak uh, stand-in out there. Just yeah, a little like, bit. Uh, this working, is working, working the ride along. Field looks good though, but I, I, I do want to pass oh, along. Bill, this is the best grass in New They cheat,
0: because
2: if you notice,
0: uh, why are my sneakers getting green on the white area? Oh, look they look clearly paint the grass.
1: Oh, oh. I, I switched out my shoes for, for that
0: reason. They definitely cheat. They
2: probably use the same spray that they use to make like. You know, when you get a mint chip ice cream or grasshopper, it doesn't have to be. I don't like mint. Green. Of course you don't, because it has flavor and makes people happy. It's gross. No, Um, but I will
0: say the spray they use. I'm going to keep an uh, eye out in about 20 years for one of those uh, lawyer commercials. Were you at Gillette Stadium in the late 2020 or whatever? Blah blah blah. When they were spraying the fields to make them look green.
2: Uh, Let's see. Last uh, last looks and thoughts here. Uh, We saw Viscayno doing a lot of the kicking today. Uh, Who? Uh, the other guy, not Nick Folk. Number, no, two. Not Nick Folk. Number, Number two. Number two in your
0: program. He has a first name, and I don't know it.
2: High energy from high. Tristan, Tristan Vizcaino, Jose's Tristan cousin. I don't know. My guy Kendrick Bourne is always bringing the energy. High energy him. guy in the love field. Him. Can't love that guy enough. Uh, and then just from the media avails down here in front of the media section in front of the fields, um, I noticed that Stevenson did look like he was in better shape. We talked about Malcolm Butler being absolutely ripped. Uh, people love talking to the goblin and I loved hearing from Ben Volen afterwards he said you know what I'm a Cole Strange fan he's like oh he's yeah he's got a sense of humor 100 of personality yep he's like Ted La- he's like a giant offensive lineman version of Ted Lasso and I got to tell you he's a strikingly large human being he's not Trent well, he, Brown he's supposed to be yeah, I well know, no, one's like, a- yeah, no one's Trent Brown
1: yeah no one uh Cole but.
0: Strange
2: is he's he seems to like be so guy. far
0: navigating the I'm a rookie, I play for Bill Belichick, yep. rookies are to be seen and not heard, but spicing it up with some personality, I used the phrase a year ago when people were complaining about Mac Jones, not only his press conferences, but on our radio station, yep. scared douchey. I think yeah. some guys are so fearful to say the wrong thing, they come off as a little douchey. He Cole is Strange does, yes. Cole Strange does not have that problem. Cole Strange seems pretty comfortable, he's got a personality, he's going to navigate it okay.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, I noticed something, too, with, with Cole Strange like on the Kyrie field. Thompson's <laughs> back, by the way. <laughs> Kyrie's back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyrie. <laughs> hey, Fitzy, you sound different. <laughs> Eloquent. <laughs> younger. Allow me to reintroduce Smarter. myself. Okay, so uh, one thing I noticed about Strange, too, was on a couple of those screen passes, uh, I'd be really interested to see how well he does with that, because on film, that was, like, one of the things that kind of... Didn't make sense for somebody of his athletic ability. How lost he would look right. in the in the screen game. Like he just could not get a block on somebody, and he and he already looks a little. I mean, obviously no pads, right? But he looks a little bit more, a little better coached up already with that. But you know, the the one thing that that I find so interesting about him, right, that the whole Rubik's cube thing. Like apparently he's a, he's a you know big oh, time yeah. Rubik's cube solver, and you know, he's got that personality. But like a Mac Jones, right? Somebody who was just referenced, but he gets on the field. The switch flips he's just oh, a different yeah. dude yes and that's what
2: logan Mankin i asked him once at uh an event a draft day at gillette and i was like what's how is it how are you the nicest person i think i've ever spoken to that used to play for the patriots and then you are a mauler a masher and the meanest Punching guys everyone, in the nuts <laughs> everyone said ever played for the patriots and he just said look he's like i got a switch i turn it on and just when i when i turn it on don't get on my bad side and those are the guys i
0: love right the rodney harrisons the logan mankins yes. the guys that can't turn it on uh, as, guys. as we talk about the offensive line, no surprise, Cole Strange, left yep. guard. Um, no surprise, I guess, but we should note just the continuation of Trent Brown's your left tackle, Isaiah Wynn is your right tackle. All about it. And uh, I found it interesting, Mike Giardi, friend of the program, mm-hmm. said, uh, asked Trent Brown, you know, the left tackle thing, was that something when you were signing your contract that they said, or you just kind of figured it out along the way? And he said, yeah, more like the latter. So <laughs> it wasn't like they told him, you're our left tackle moving right. forward. He showed up and probably looked, and it said, "Oh, Brown, interesting. I'm on the left side now. I'm a left tackle again, where he had so much success for yeah, one year that's here right. in New England." But that's your offensive line, and in the middle, um, it's usually
2: Is it Ferentz today out there. Ferentz usually Fair had a uh, red jersey on. Because he's on still contact. not ready yeah, to go. Okay,
0: right. um, that's your depth on the interior there. Looks
2: like he's also. Looks like uh, David has been uh, taking good care of himself in the rehab process. Like he, he didn't like that. He didn't have that like. Midseason slouch. Oh no, it's he like, looks oh, good. Man, I'm tired of but. having to block three. He should look fresh, people. right? Yeah,
0: I, I saw Ezekiel Elliott talking about like we should all feel good today. It's tomorrow <laughs> and the rest of the year right. where we'll all be dealing with something.
2: And contact begins on Monday. All yes. right, Andy, we got to wrap it up. You got to go too. home and write some stuff. Kyrie has got to wrap up his pod and write some stuff as well. Yes, sir.
1: Indeed, indeed. Peace out, all of you. Thanks for uh, inviting me
2: on, even though I just kind of showed up and crashed. No, well, I think That's initially well, Fitzy like referenced you. Yeah, I referenced you. you. It's, it could be a vicarious proximity type of thing. Look, we're all one fam. Like we like. We. A family. We're going to have to pay the rights for that Stop, stop, stop I sing so poorly I do No, do have one's all like, my sisters like, what's and what's that me. However, no that, Even Shazam no would be song. like I don't recognize that at all uh, We all want We all want to get the boat ashore We all want the plane to land And we all want this to wrap up So for Kyrie Thompson For Andy Hart For the brief cameo by Tommy Curran Who works for another network altogether For your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens Here at Six Rings Pod Please uh, give us a follow Tell your friends Rate, review, and subscribe This has been our Day 2 Patriots Training Camp edition of the Six Rings Pod. We'll be back tomorrow with another quick reaction to Day 3 before the weekend. And, of course, contact begins when the real camp starts on Monday. Take care, everyone. Uh, Stay hydrated. God bless. And, as always, go Pats. See you. Bye.